0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females.
1: Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best to take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it.
0: Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know.
1: And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide.
0: Hello, and welcome back. Episode 7.
1: Episode 7. Got your song ready? Oh, what's the great David one? 7.
0: Seven. Come on, Jen, you got this. Oh my
1: goodness, I can't remember it.
0: Seven days.
1: How does it go, though?
0: You, this is your bit, not mine. Oh, no. Right, so whilst Jen's thinking... No, okay, thinking, okay
1: I'll tell me how it goes, because I can't go on until I remember.
0: Whilst Jen's thinking... Stop
1: it, I can't, you need to tell me.
0: It's going to update you on the steps. No, that, just give me a little system. bit of it, please. Took for a drink on Monday. Here they are.
1: What's the seven in that? There isn't one. Is there not? I
0: think it's just called, is it called seven days?
1: Oh, good grief. Well, I've failed. I mean, I've already failed yeah. since fine.
0: Basically, you're consistent though. Consistently, <laughs> consistently failing. failing. Can, <laughs> we keep talking about consistency. Jenny's consistently failing. Good work. <laughs> um, so, first of all, thank you very much to everybody that's been on and updated their steps. Last week, I pretended to have a little bit of a moan about it, didn't I? And some people went on and did it. Yes, some
1: people did. Thank you so much for that.
0: I thought you were thanking me for moaning then. No. Thanks for moaning, Phil. And this week, we are now at a grand total of 57,782.
1: On the seventh day of Christmas.
0: (laughs) Doesn't count. Doesn't count. I'm not having it. Next week, I want something better, Jen. You've got seven days to think of something that has eight in the title. And you have access to Google. So if you five,
1: go, six, seven, eight.
0: That's next week's. And you used no, it for five, No, I've just five, got seven.
1: Did I? Yeah. Darn it.
0: Right. And you just screamed No, I didn't well. use it
1: for five because I didn't think of one for five because I had one for five, but right. I forgot about it.
0: Anyway, what are we talking about this week? Sorry
1: for screaming in your ear oh. <laughs> This week, we were fully inspired by our very first Mental Health and Wellbeing webinar that we had with Amy Sixsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give her a massive plug, because this a lot of this is what came from her, isn't it?
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, we brought Amy on board, because a lot of the things that we want clients to get help with is out of our scope of practice, isn't it? Yeah,
1: we're kind of niching down and getting someone who's got specialist knowledge to help, because we're really passionate about mental health and well-being. And, and there's
0: just certain things we can't get as deep as we want to get into, yeah. certain thing, and by the way, we're not... Taking anything away from Amy, there's also things that we are nowhere near as clever about as Amy. Like, she oh yeah, she goes more
1: way more in depth incredible. than we do. Yeah. something
0: we talk about a lot is the fact that Amy's brilliant on the science side of things, isn't she?
1: Yeah, that, I think that's what we love because a lot of our kind of approach to fitness is like we we've said this before. Like, we all we everything that we do is backed up by like science, and I think that's why we love Amy because she backs everything up that she says by science. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why we really relate to what she says because there's always proof and evidence behind what she's telling us and how she's helping people, which is amazing. So giving her the little plug that she deserves... If you do not follow Amy already on Instagram, go and follow her. I know she'll hate me because she doesn't really like her Instagram handle at the moment, but...
0: Well, that's what i <laughs> isn't it? We can't I think she was limited that.
1: on their names.
0: I think we're going to be running out of Instagram handles soon, aren't we?
1: Not just generally in life?
0: Yeah, because we're going to hit a point like, what happens when every single Phil Williams has got an Instagram like, and I wanted right, to make on, a new one?
1: Anyway, Amy's, Lawrence, so Lauren with an S on the end and then underscore... <laughs> I was just being clar- clarify I was just clarifying what I'd said because, anyway. Yeah. So the Monday Feels night, the
0: Monday night mastermind we did was brilliant because Amy did like a, a run through on mental health and well being, why it's so important. She have to give herself a bit of an introduction as to why or who she is, why yeah. she is qualified to talk about it, what she does, but then just a, an incredible run through into how it impacts us all. And there was, you know, the. Obviously, without seeing the graph, it's impossible to explain. But the graph that she put on at one point mm-hmm. was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? About how yeah. you could not actually be diagnosed with any kind of mental health problem, for want of a yeah, better way of describing you it. You can
1: suffer from poor well-being.
0: Yeah, but then... So,
1: this is, it's kind. Of, I think something that I'm really passionate about and something that Amy's really passionate about is that idea that you don't have to be diagnosed with a mental health problem in order to suffer from poor well-being everyone can so it's important that all of us look after our well-being from day to day
0: and the way I've always seen it as well is that when you when we talk about mental health we always see it as like well I've not got a mental health issue but you cannot have a physical health issue Mm. but still want to improve your physical health and that's the way I look at mental health like just because you've not got a diagnosis doesn't mean that your life is just plain sailing everything's easy and straightforward there's going to be days where things become more difficult and this is you know one of the reasons that we're going to be talking about or one of the things we're going to be talking about in today's podcast isn't it about how you know we can set ourselves up for that successful day because there's going to be times that are more difficult and we're going to come up against different things and you know there's going to be difficult times regardless of whether you have got a diagnosis yeah and I
1: think we're specifically touching on like your morning routine today and it's something that we've done um we on our lives with uh, our clients on a Monday before we even got Amy involved we've talked about the importance of morning routines in terms of success around kind of what you want to achieve in your day from a kind of physical health point of view but I think today we wanted to touch on the benefits on the mental health side of things as well as the physical health and um, so we really want to go in depth on that today and look at how maybe winter and kind of just generally the lockdown situation thankfully that we're coming out of some of us might still be in tears but it's how we can set ourselves up in a morning for the day that we want to have and um, because I think something that was what Amy was talking about was this idea that uh, we should have really got Amy on this one today, wouldn't we, to talk through it with us? I never thought about that one. But um, it's all the things that have been taken away from us that were part of our daily routines that we didn't even know those like little areas of positive reinforcement. So, like, seeing people, go into a coffee shop to do some work, social events, just moving to get to places like all those little things that we didn't have as part of our morning routine maybe that we mm-hmm. have been taken away from us purely because we're just at home now and um, so it does make it harder because you, you've you not got those same positive rewards in your morning that you had before um, this and this was
0: a really interesting point for me as well by the way because it made me really think about the fact that some people talk. Well, we talk about things like strategies and things you can do and how you can implement new things into your day and how important it all is. And yet, you see people who are just really positive and happy all the time, or they, they seem like they are from the outset anyway, and they probably are really positive, happy mm-hmm. people. And like oh, not strategies they've got got in place, I wonder what things they're doing on a day to day basis. And if you were to ask them, there will be people that would genuinely say, well, "I don't know, I just live my life, I just do what I do." But it's because of the things they're doing. Are the things that you probably need to implement? So they, yeah. they, you know, they're walking to work. They're going into the nearest coffee shop. They've got you know a good friendly connection with the barista that's working there. Then they walk. They carry on the commute to work. They get in. They've got a really positive and healthy working environment where they enjoy the people that they work with. Where the people above them have set themselves up in a really you know positive, healthy mindset work environment. So eight to ten hours of the day, they're in a really They're in a good place where they feel like they want to be there Then they're enjoying it. They're commuting back home. They're walking home. You know, they might have a really supportive partner. They might have a really happy household where things are really open and easy to talk about. And it's not because they've used these as strategies as such. They just have all these things in place. So, yeah, they're not waking up and going, right, what strategies I'm going to put in place to get to work today? It just happens. I was
1: having a really interesting conversation with Amy about this, actually. And one of the things I said is, I'm, I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet here, but like, when I was a teacher, um, I remember someone, a pastoral lady came to me and said, like, what have you got in place for such a child who is, like, special education needs? And I was like, nothing out of the ordinary. Like, I just kind of do what I do. And she kind of just took that. And I said, like, and he just kind of gets on with it. Like, he fits in with the classroom well. And she came back to me and she was like you've not put anything in this bit and I said I oh, know but I don't feel like I do anything different she's like right well get down to what do you do in your teaching that maybe other teachers don't do and when I actually started breaking it down there was a lot of stuff that I was doing in my normal everyday teaching that was actually really supporting him without me realizing that I was doing it and the same goes to our lives there's a lot of stuff that we might be doing in our lives that were making us feel really good without us actually realizing it and i think and that's, that's the what important you said, bit yeah, yeah the
0: stuff we're probably doing that we didn't know we was doing that's now yeah. been taken away and we've gone hang on a minute life's hard now yeah like life's tougher in fact i noticed something a few years ago when i, I used to commute to work on the bus didn't i and it used mm. to take me about an hour and a half to get there and there was a huge a few different things i used to do on the bus that would kind of help me for the daylight. Like, started using headspace which I'll be honest i hold my hands up I wasn't very successful with at the time but that's one of the things I was doing I was doing little bits of work and when we moved to Manchester that an hour and a half got took away from me because mm-hmm. I wasn't having a one and a half hour commute
1: <laughs> but then you did spend a lot longer in bed which was probably a better thing for you which was better
0: <laughs> yeah sleep wise but at the same time it was like hang on when do I do all this stuff I was doing yeah. on that commute so it was almost because my environment changed and my Day to day habits changed because I moved and I literally, what was it, a six minute walk from mm. where I work from the gym? So it meant that because that change happened, I did purposefully, purposefully remove that 90 minutes in a morning. Mm-hmm. I just moved.
1: Which is a really good point, actually. Like a lot of people probably are now working from home when they weren't previously and they've got that time where they would have commuted. This is an absolute perfect time mm-hmm. to utilize that to create yourself some kind of morning routine absolutely i know it's going to be difficult when you want do return to work eventually but right now it doesn't seem like it's in the near future so why not make the most of that time i know for a fact that my mum has started doing that hasn't she she mm. now um gets up and uses the time she would usually commute to get a morning walking yeah which i think is really clever because it's just utilizing the time that you you've got rather than staying in bed just purely because you don't have to go anywhere use that time create yourself a positive morning routine a lot
0: of that will come down to your mindset and how you view where you're at because jen just said something really interesting there about the fact that people are potentially not creating new habits because they're like well at some point i'll be going back to work we've been thinking that since march (laughs) like it's now november it's nearly december Mm. I don't even know the exact date. I don't know if this will be out in December. It's pretty much the end of the year. So for nine months nearly, we've been going, well, we'll be going back to work soon. So it's (laughs) not really worth creating a new habit. No. Live in the moment. Live for now. If right now you're not at work and you're working from home, create a work from home and from environment. I guarantee you, if in a week's time... Work say, right, you're all coming back in. You won't regret the 20, 30 no. minutes you spent creating a new morning environment. You just adapt morning it. Habit. Yeah, you just try and adapt it
1: and try and work it in how which bits were making you feel really good. How can I put them into my new mm. morning routine? Can I just get up fifteen minutes earlier, maybe, yeah. and just um, keep it?
0: Bluntly stop finding reasons to not do stuff if it's gonna help you. Yeah. Find a reason to do it instead.
1: Because I think the I think the really important thing is you now it is really easy to you to use that time. To stay in bed.
0: Yeah, and Amy told a really good story, didn't she, on the Mastermind about how it's kind of our desire to do it at the time. Mm. We feel like we want to stay in bed and we feel like it's going to be a positive, healthy thing for us. And we all have those mornings. Like, none of us are robots. We have mornings where we just go, I don't want to get out of bed today. I
1: did that this morning. Mm. And I think I've had more of those, obviously, since it's been dark.
0: Absolutely. It's so much more difficult. And it's, it's science as well. It's mm. not just... Our motivation, our discipline. It's the fact that it's darker, so it's harder to get out of bed, isn't it? Do you know
1: what hits this example on the head? Like, so this weekend, I wanted to take a step back, and we had a lie-in, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And I actually got myself in a little rut Mm -hmm. because of the lie-in. Yeah. And the reason that I got myself in the rut because of my lie-in is, again, something which Jamie said is, my body it signaled to my body that I was having a bad day and then my negative thoughts followed. Yeah. And I got myself into a really kind of low mood because I'd I'd stayed in bed because then my brain was thinking I was having a bad day because I remember um, I used to get myself in really, really bad little ruts when I was off school for like half term and stuff because I didn't particularly know what to do with my day. I would maybe spend longer in bed and then I'd, I'd lose myself a little bit in that, and it, that's when that negative self-talk came in for me, whereas recently we've been getting up on a Saturday and a Sunday, going for a walk and doing some like, stretching and mobility in the morning, so like, I didn't realise how much that was setting my weekend up for a positive start until I took that away this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still did it, but we stayed in bed a little bit longer, didn't we, before we did it, and it was interesting to see how... That took my mind to that place just by staying in bed, and that's not going to happen to everyone. But I know for me that now I've recognised that that's a trigger for me starting off those negative thought spirals. So it's an
0: interesting point that as well that you know maybe during the time that you're doing it, you don't mess, you don't necessarily feel the benefit. Like something, it's that compound factor of it, isn't it? Like you do something once, you get up once, and you go for a walk, and then you do like twenty minutes worth of stretching. That's not gonna change your life. It just isn't. But the compound interest factor of doing it every single day for a year, you will be in a much better place after 12 months than you was 12 mm-hmm. months ago, provided that you're consistent with it and you just focus on getting it done every day. But like Jen just said then, when she took it away on the Saturday morning and didn't do it, she felt the difference. Because that compound interest was slowly building up, she probably felt that's in she when you sat next to me. Mm-hmm. Jen probably felt 1% better every single day. So on Monday, she felt 1% better. On Tuesday, she felt 1% better. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But that Saturday, not doing it, probably knocked her back 5% because the difference from taking it away compared to adding it on, it's completely different. When you're trying to create a new habit, you don't get from where you're at right now to where you want to be to in one day. But it's so easy to feel like you've taken a big step back when you don't do it once, even though you haven't. You haven't lost all that progress you've made. It's because, as Jen mentioned, your brain signals to your body, I'm not doing what I was doing, so therefore I'm having a bad day, so therefore I feel bad. Mm. Therefore I'm a bad person because I'm not doing what I should be doing. Therefore I'm in a really bad place and I should be doing that. And then you start feeling guilty, you have that negative self-talk, And that cycle really kind of eats itself up, doesn't it? It's like, well, I'm a bad person. I'm wrong. I should be doing it. Why am I not doing it? Oh, this is terrible. I'm not productive. I'm not going in the right way. And it's simply just because you didn't do it once. Mm. So that is the ultimate proof of the fact that you will not get to where you want to get to in 24 hours. But provided you're able to be consistent with it over one month, 12 months, the next 10 years, stop looking at it like an eight-week plan. Like The next 10 years, think about how much better and more productive you're going to be in ten years' time, if you do the same thing every single morning and set when it up, when you look correctly. at all
1: like the top dog, ex- successful business people, all of them reference like the morning routine. do I mean some of them have like stupidly early ones that start at, like three AM or something. Yeah, you
0: don't need to be part but... of a five AM for all those <laughs> yeah. calls. But
1: you do. When you do look at all these top successful people, they've all got this really solid morning routine. And I think the thing you've got to remember when it comes to a morning routine is you cannot rely on motivation like that's not gonna get it done when it comes to a morning routine like sometimes you have got to have that attitude of faking it until you make it mm-hmm. and like for me i love bed i love sleep and every morning i've got to fake it until i make it. every single morning and don't get me wrong there are probably mornings that if phil wasn't getting up i probably won't get up mm-hmm. so i think you've got to have sometimes you've got to have that support from your other half to try and maybe get them involved with it because if if you're not if somebody else is there staying in bed and you're trying to get up and make these positive decisions it is going to have an impact on you regardless so you maybe try and get them on board if there's somebody else involved and try and do it together and sharing that positive experience together and um, because i i genuinely like sometimes wouldn't get up i don't think if it wasn't for phil
0: i can tell cause it's very difficult that's my achievement in a day i forget jenna bed <laughs> It is so hard. Honestly, getting to go to bed at night is the is the easiest thing on the planet. Jen, do you want to go to bed? She's like, yeah. I'm like, it's
1: one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm joking.
0: (laughs) In the morning, getting her up out of bed, near impossible.
1: Please, I I, but give me credit though. I am getting better.
0: Yes, you are. And that is. I don't have to pick you up out of bed anymore. (laughs) Which is progression. Genuinely, there was a point where Jen would just lie in bed and I had to actually physically <laughs> He's pick not gotcha her up out of bed <laughs> and, walk her, and walk her to the bathroom. It was only across the landing. It's not like across the street or anything, but I had to walk her across the, the landing to get her to the bathroom where the light was on that I'd left on because I knew that was the only way of getting started.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like, <laughs> I, I, I am much, much better now. Like, yeah. And we're going to talk about one of the th- I, I talk about this quite a lot because this does help me. Um but that has literally come from like routine and because Phil started helping me do it that way, I have created this habit and there are some things that we can do again that we're gonna to touch on in a minute that will make that a bit easier if you've not got someone that physically driving you out of bed. Yeah. Um, but um, you've got to kind of almost do the actions before the thinking follows, so you've just gotta get up and get it done. Because if we keep telling ourselves, oh, I'm tired, I don't want to get out of bed, it's too dark, that monologue in our brains is, our brains go, oh, right, okay, we'll stay in bed then. Mm-hmm. So you've got to change that. You've got to say, no, I am the person who gets up out of bed. I'm not tired. I'm feeling great. Even if you're not, mm-hmm. physically just get yourself up and allow that thinking to follow, like almost kind of tricking your brain into it. Um,
0: I would say on that, on that fact as well, I know that you agree with this. There is, there's, there's something really powerful about not actually putting yourself down for how you feel in the morning. So when you wake up, if you feel tired, it's because it's the morning.
1: Yeah,
0: you've just been asleep for eight to ten yeah, hours. Yeah, accept
1: that it's good. You, you feel be tired. tired. Yeah, love and, that.
0: and honestly, it's one of those things where people go, "Well, I am," and I do accept it. And I'm like, "You don't. You don't accept that you're tired." What you do is you wake up and go, "Oh, I'm shattered. This is bad. This is wrong. I'm going to go back to sleep." Whereas if you woke up and went, "I'm tired," but yeah, I'm supposed to be like. Every other person on the planet, and Jen touched on about like really powerful, successful entrepreneurs and business people who are always talking about their morning routine. Please do not think that they wake up and feel all right. They (laughs) wake up and they feel tired (laughs) because they're human beings and not robots, and that's normal. So when you wake up and you feel tired, you feel exactly the same Mm. as every other person on the planet. Nobody bounces out of bed. At I don't all. think
1: I wake up until about... I've said this before, about half an hour into a walk. I walk last half an hour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I said this morning to Jen, I got back, looked out... Yeah, we, we, did. we got back, we'd done the walk, we'd had breakfast, had a shower, and as we was about to leave the bedroom, Jen went, oh, can you just open the blinds? I went, yeah. So I opened the blinds, I looked outside, I went, I've already been out today. <laughs> I, I forgot. I completely forgot, because I was still asleep when I was walking around. I think
1: that is a really good point to make, though, like... That, In terms of ideas of what to do in the morning, I think movement is a really, really good idea.
0: A hundred percent. If you could do one thing, it's just get up and move. And we always talk about this in terms of training and stuff like that. It doesn't matter what movement looks like to you. For me and Jen, because we're still asleep, movement for us is putting on as many items of clothes that we (laughs) can get our hands on in the morning, falling out the side door Falling through the back gate and hoping that we can remember the way around the estate. That's what our morning, that's what movement looks like. Don't think that we're doing something really special and fancy and different. We're not. For you, movement in a morning might be waking up, walking downstairs, and then doing some kind of stretch for 10 minutes yeah it, doesn't, kind of it doesn't have to that. be
1: super long like oh, it really no. doesn't like don't overcomplicate things just try and move your body a little bit in the morning there's loads of other things that you can do though like if, you, if you're stuck for ideas then just let us know but things like reading um self-help books are brilliant to read mm-hmm. in the morning to um learn something new develop yourself work on yourself Uh, creating a plan of action for your day, uh, gratitude journal, uh, gratitude, creating a gratitude list, I couldn't remember what it was called then. Um, What else?
0: If there's one thing you don't do just to throw a completely different spin on it, don't go on your phone for the first hour. Yes. Do something else. Don't check your emails, don't check your social media, don't check your WhatsApp, Don't. I think that is social media, isn't it? (laughs) Don't check anything on your phone for the first 60 minutes. But don't, and I've spoken to clients about this in the past, rather than just not doing something, Put something in its place. So like, Jen, yeah. the gratitude list, reading a book, doing some yoga, going for a walk. Make that be your first hour and then check your phone after that because you'll be in a much more positive space to react to the things that are coming onto your phone. Yes. So when you check that email and you've got that really negative email off your boss, mm-hmm. but you're in a really positive space because you've just got up, you've just done a 20-minute walk, then 10 minutes yoga and read a 30-minute um book on some kind of self-help. When you get that email from your boss that's really snotty and you hate it, you'll be like, well, I don't care because I'm in such a great yeah. place right now. Whereas if you didn't do all those things in the morning, you would wake up, your boss would send you that email, you'd turn over and you'd read it first thing and it would ruin your day. It, it would excites dictate your whole day.
1: I was, sorry, just to add to that, it excites your brain as well. So like it, it, it's it's the chemical reaction that it has on us as well that's not a positive play. It's like almost like a stress response, isn't it? Mm-hmm um straight first thing in the morning so the more you can stay off the longer you can stay off your phone in a morning the better basically Mm -hmm. um but um my kind of i suppose if we go into some top tips for how to make it successful we're not going too much into what to do at the moment because i feel like you can feel that out and we said if you need any ideas let us know Mm -hmm. but this is the one that's helping me at The moment, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'll just go through it again. It's the 54321 get up without thinking. Mm-hmm. And yes, sometimes I press snooze, and yes, sometimes I give it a few minutes, but I then go right 54321 get up. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, genuinely am seeing better results about getting up with this one. Um, it's a work so in progress, it is a sometimes. work in progress. I
0: think I said on a podcast a few weeks ago that for whatever reason for me. That was an absolute game changer the first morning I did it. It worked. But that's just luck. That's not, I've not tried, I didn't count from five to one any better than anyone else. No. I just just remember waking up, Jen told me about it and I was like, well, that sounds stupid. That's not going to work. Maybe that's why it worked so well because my body was like, you're wrong, Phil. And I remember I literally just said five, four, three, two, one. got up and was like, oh my God, that was really good. That worked (laughs) so well. And I think because it worked so well from day one, I just carry on doing it. So yeah. now in the morning I've got to a point where I don't do it anymore now. I literally just wake up to my alarm.
1: I do. I've so I figured out that I do need a little bit of time. I can't do it as quickly as Phil. So what I do is I Phil always goes to the toilet when he gets up. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I wait till Phil's gone to the toilet and as soon as I hear him leave the toilet, I've then had just about enough time and then I do five, four, three, two, one. Because I have figured out that I can't literally do it instantly like you. Like I just can't. So I give myself those kind of few minutes. So maybe if you're like me, you might try like snooze once, but then do it mm. because I literally I just can't do it instantly. So I'm I've kind of figured it out, and that seems to be working for me now. So it's like Phil coming out of the toilet is my trigger to go five, four, three, two, one, and I can get myself up there. And, and if you're
0: wondering why that takes a few minutes, it's because I'm spending the time searching for the meme to put on my story. <laughs> and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that every single morning I start with a meme. And honestly, I've hit a point now. Someone messaged me the day. I was like, where'd you find all these? I'm like, people DM them. And it's the greatest thing on the planet that I've hit a point in life where people DM me memes. And they're like, oh, I could not send you this one. I'm like, it's just sensational. Um, I love that. And that's why it takes me two, three minutes in the morning on the toilet. I'll just sit there and find the meme. And I'm like, right, that's the one that's going to go on today. That feels about right. Put that on all right, now I better go and get Jen out of bed. No, and like I Jen said, I'm not finished, i down. Like I said, we have hit a point now where I do walk in the room with Jen's left leg is hanging out the bed <laughs> and her arm's like up in the air somewhere. So we're getting there. You're doing better than you are. we
1: progress. That's what um, matters, 1% but, better. Yeah, definitely, it's 1% better. I think there's one kind of big mistake, isn't there, that people make when it comes to starting a morning routine.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone does it. And it's understandable because we do it with everything in life, don't we?
1: Yeah. It's that idea of just trying to do everything at once. Mm. So trying to...
0: It's like it do, looks dead good on paper, do not it? Yeah, like, oh, it's like, right, I'm
1: going to start gonna doing amazing. this. I'm going to yeah. start reading. I'm going to start uh, doing a gratitude. I'm going to start... Uh, gonna start uh, list. I keep calling it the wrong thing, but mm. I keep getting journal and gratitude all mixed up in my head. I'm going to start doing a gratitude list. I'm going to start journaling. I'm going to start going on a walk. Mm. I've done that. That's where I went wrong in the past. I tried to put too much in. Yeah. Uh, failed. I've stripped it right back now purely because, like I said, I've realised that I can't handle that much in the morning. It makes me; it actually makes me feel a bit stressed. Um, so my morning routine stripped right back now. Um, and I think
0: again, by the way, it goes back to what you said before about when we look at like really powerful, successful people, their morning routine is probably pretty big and pretty um extensive in what they do. They probably get up really early and they have five or six things, mm. don't they? But I guarantee when they first started. Their first goal was get up, yeah. and their second goal would have been what can I add into my morning? What one thing can I do that's going to set myself up for the day? Yeah. So it's that all or nothing mentality of like your morning doesn't need to look the same as theirs right now. Yeah. But in 18 months, it might do. It might look very mm-hmm. similar. But if right now you cannot get out of bed, just do the five, four, three, two, one method. And if yeah. you succeed, you've got 1% better. And if you can do that for a month, then maybe you want to add in, I don't know, 10 minutes worth of stretching in a morning. Yeah add to it build to it
1: i think it's just thinking about what's going to be successful for you mm-hmm. right now and planning in the amount that you think is going to be successful and then working on that habit stacking so once you've got one yes. habit in place you can add something else onto that because then that first habit will trigger your next one and like building it up and um, i love
0: habit stacking yeah, it's like yeah i'm going to get up out of bed and i'm going to do 20 minutes stretching And then once you've nailed that, it's like, right, as soon as I finish my stretching, I'm going to go for a walk. It's
1: linking it up, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And you build that kind of like, well, I've stretched now, so I walk. And we've done that in the afternoon, haven't we? And I
1: used to do, uh, I used to, when I was trying to meditate, I'm finding that um, the stretching that we're doing at the moment that's got the breathing in is actually a much better version for me for meditation. But I was forgetting to do it, so I was reading, and I'd stick on the front of my book, I'd just stick a post-it note on to say meditate, and then I remembered to meditate, because I was remembering to read, but I was forgetting to meditate, so I just linked them both, so having I little was. links in like that can help.
0: This is something I picked up, if you want to read at night but forgot, leave your book on your pillow, because yes. then you can't get in bed without moving your book, so yeah. therefore you are definitely going to read at night.
1: It's making it easy yeah. for yourself, isn't it? It's like habit
0: and, stacking, isn't it? Like Yeah, it's
1: brilliant. make it easy, make it exciting. Plan it as well, so don't expect things to happen. So mm-hmm. in the morning, again, I realise I'm too tired to think. So I, well, we looked at it. And we said, "What? How could we make that easier?" Well, it was taking the thinking out of it. So when I get in bed at night, I take all my clothes off and leave them at the side of the bed. Yeah. And then in the morning, I put all those clothes back on. Disgusting. Because I'm literally just going for a walk. No one's going to see me. And then I put them in the wash when I get back and get in the shower. She
0: doesn't. She wears the same clothes all day, every day.
1: Liar. (laughs) (laughs) But that makes it really easy for me because they're literally at the side of my bed. I don't have to think about it because I'm just taking my clothes off. (laughs) Like, I don't have to figure out what I'm going to wear because I'm just going to put them in the wash as soon as I get back from my walk. Like, it makes it easier for me. Uh, so it's thinking about right what do you want to do how can you make that easier so that it becomes more achievable and that's
0: the big word isn't it achievable because everyone always seems to make the journey difficult and it's like no just make it achievable do what's going to work for you because if for the next 10 years you're constantly trying to do things that you can't do that you can't achieve you'll never achieve anything but if you achieve something today and it's better than what yesterday was you're winning you don't need to compare yourself to what anybody else's routine is just do what is better for you.
1: Yeah, and if you've not got a fill to drag you out of bed, really, really good one is... I'm not out
0: for hire at the minute, am I? <laughs> no, unfortunately
1: not. I need him. Yeah, no. I
0: mean, unfortunately not? Am I going to be out for hire at some point? <laughs> no. <laughs> Part of the online coaching. <laughs> <laughs> phil come banging on the door first thing in a moment what did i actually say
1: the other day that i suggested that you were going to physically go and pick people up and
0: yeah take them to the gym, take
1: them to the gym. yeah the clients
0: that were struggling to actually get to the gym actually, i was like
1: yeah you can take them from the home to the gym and he was like what a taxi service
0: <laughs> yeah. i i realized you meant the actual journey of it like help
1: them get there not actually take them yeah um anyway also thinking about how much time you can dedicate to it so if you're someone so who's rushing around point. in the morning don't set yourself a half hour routine maybe just set yourself like a five ten minute routine
0: yes i love that i always forget that but that's so important isn't it, yeah, it like, really right, is. i'm gonna do a six hour workout in the morning how much time have you got 10 minutes and I'm that's what that. i
1: used to do i used to try and do a half hour routine and cram like three things within that and it was just mm-hmm. too much and it was actually adding stress to my day um so just be wary of that one Um it goes
0: back to time blocking a little bit doesn't it it's like yeah working out what have you actually got available in the morning? Achievable like? again. Yeah, if you've only got fifteen minutes, why are you planning in an hour?
1: Yeah.
0: Or can you get up earlier? And if you can't, don't.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's your life, your morning, but make sure it's productive.
1: Yeah. So sorry, I just went off on a little thought then.
0: A little tangent, though. a little
1: thought. Mm. Um. But yeah, if you are struggling with ideas of what to put into your morning routine, then please just drop us a message. But mm. um, we would definitely say maybe starting with some movement, particularly if you're in an office job. Or like a desk job. It's really good to start with a walk. Like even, I know we do a big long walk now, but even when I went back to school for a bit, I was doing like a five minute walk in the morning and it made a massive difference. Like a massive difference to my day. I just started in a more positive place.
0: And you'll notice as well, we haven't written this on the notes, but something I really want to mention now to almost recap and finish is that we're not talking about like fat loss. We're not talking about weight loss. We're not talking about calorie deficits. Mm-hmm. We are literally talking about how to set yourself up in a positive headspace. And if you're thinking, well, why is this relevant to me? Because my goal is weight loss. It's because, think how much easier it's going to be to achieve that if you're in a positive space.
1: It's a knock-on effect, isn't
0: it? 100%. If you, if
1: you set up for the day that you want, all the other things that you want, are gonna become easier.
0: Domino effect.
1: Domino. And it always goes. These back. girls fall like dominoes. Dominoes. You got the lyrics right. Thank you. If you
0: don't know, Jan Jan does not know the lyrics to any song apart from that one. Apparently,
1: <laughs> I sang that because I dressed up as a domino once for Wigan Boxing Day, and all I sang all night was "These girls fall like dominoes, and we'd like fall into each other." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's one of them jokes that was, that was dead funny at the beginning. By two o'clock in the morning, you're like, shut up.
1: And my friend Stop actually texted me about that the other day. And um, if you don't know, in Wigan, this is a complete tangent, but in Wigan, um, every box in it, apart from this one, every single person in Wigan is dressed up in fancy dress and it is heaving. Like, mm-hmm. it is nuts. And I used to love it because if you don't know anything about me, it's, I mean, if you know something about me, then you know I love fancy dress. And you oh. know I'm really good at fancy dress. Mm-hmm. So I lived for Boxing Day. Like, a couple of my friends, I'm going to call them out, Emma and Natalie, who I used to go up with on Boxing Day. And they used to turn up with a last-minute outfit. And I was like, no, 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 we shall fix this. <laughs> <laughs> so then that's when we started with the Domino's and I got them involved. And ah, pre-plan, got, got a pre-plan. Can't just turn up with a thing that you've just picked off a shelf.
0: That was what I used to do last minute. Oh no, I that remember stresses once me right out. Go into um, the post office on Boxing Day morning no. to pick up the sombrero that oh. I ordered because I went out as a Mexican. Of
1: course, you did every time you do that. I though. then did that three years ago. <laughs> I once went out as a sheep and I worked at Tesco at the time and I decided that I was going to stick the cotton balls onto one of my Tesco tops because it was white mainly. Mm. Um, and I didn't realise that some guy that my friend was with was picking the cotton balls off her back all night so it just had a big massive tesco thing That's on my back
0: so basically jen went out as a tesco employee so she's just been bragging about how good a fancy dress is one year she went out as an employee I mean, at tesco. it
1: looked brilliant at the start of the night doesn't everything. that was one of my worst ones to be fair mm, i up leveled a lot since then sure you did yeah although one day one time i went as a jelly bean a packet of jelly beans terrible and I blew loads of little balloons up and put it, them inside of a clear plastic, uh, clear bin bag, and poked holes in for my feet. But then forgot that when I went to the toilet, I'd have to undo the the plastic bin bag. All my jelly beans fell out, and I didn't have an outfit.
0: Horrendous! So she went out as a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, so
1: about some failures.
0: You've been out as a Tesco employee in a plastic bag. Yeah, you're real good at fancy dress. You are you.
1: If you want to see some of my better ones, just let me know because I have smashed it.
0: I'm lying. Like you are fantastic, at fancy dress, you. I fancy you. Thank you. I dressed Phil. Terrible. If
1: you've not seen Phil as serious Black, then oh, that's one of my finest moments. <laughs> I I was actually more impressed with your outfit that night than mine because I was yeah. Bellatrix Strange and I wasn't too happy with I it. I did well, didn't although I? lots of people love that one. Of
0: course, they did.
1: Anyway, massive tangent there. This
0: oh, week, just to th- <laughs> just to throw in there, by the way, I had no idea who either of those people were <laughs> at the time because I had not read Harry Potter. So people were saying things to me I was like, I have no idea what you're going on about. Like. <laughs> I know that I'm. I know who I am. I would love I, you to I do
1: that know. one again because now you would get it. Is.
0: Yeah, that's true. I probably wouldn't. I hate you. Like no offense, but you picked a horrible. I don't like Bellatrix at all.
1: Also, you didn't get the referee. If you if you've seen it, I was running round all night, 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 going, I kill serious Black, yeah. and Phil just didn't get it. No. <laughs> anyway, complete tangent there mm-hmm. on the spot. Are you ready?
0: I'm born ready.
1: I'm not going to lie to you, in the middle of the podcast, I've just been trying to search on my phone for the question, because I put a question box on my story. Turns out you can't go back to the questions. You can Can you? Yeah, yeah. In in your archive. Yeah. Right, I've done that, but it's not bringing my questions up. How
0: long ago did you do it?
1: Uh, Wednesday. No, Monday.
0: Monday. Yeah, you'd be able to find it from Monday.
1: I think I can remember it, so I'm just going to go with it.
0: Fingers crossed, eh?
1: So, this one's from Vicky.
0: Which one?
1: Donaldson. Lots of Vicky's, haven't we? Vicky Donaldson. Mm-hmm. She says, Exciting. If you could change your name mm-hmm. to anything, mm-hmm. what would it be?
0: Alright, oh, I thought she meant if you could change your name to the word anything. <laughs> if I could change my name to anything, oh, that's a good question. I would be Max Power. What? Have you ever seen The Simpsons? Oh, he changed his name to Max Power. Does it? Yeah. And he becomes really famous. I <laughs> love
1: the Simpsons. <laughs> he becomes,
0: he changes his name to Max Power and all of a sudden everybody likes him He thinks he's really like proper like entrepreneur businessman because he's <laughs> called Max Power. And he gets like, some guy like gets into like design a car for him because he thinks he's so great.
1: Right. This is why Phil can't like, doesn't enjoy TV. I, I swear that you've got some kind of photographic memory honestly it's nuts Phil watches something once and he remembers everything and he can quote it I remember you watched the first Harry Potter film once mm. and then quote like I was like oh I said something about not getting post because it was Sunday and you were like no post on Sundays and I was like you've literally watched that film once how are you actually word for word quoting it quite a
0: pivotal moment in the film to be I, fair I <laughs> it's quite a big I moment. know but
1: like my point is mm. you remember everything this is TV. why
0: I hate films though I do not understand, unless it's the holiday, how people can watch it more than once. It it's The holiday. <laughs> holiday's brilliant. Oh my god, it's the holiday season as well, isn't it? It's coming yeah. up to December. Yeah. You can start watching it from the first. Also, of if you've watched the
1: holiday, can anyone not. Uh Channing, visit guys. Choke it on you. I love that. Like, every time I listen to that song now, all I hear is Cameron D. I've seen that. Jess Berry will know what I mean because we do that a lot.
0: Everybody well, It's such a, again, a brilliant moment yeah. in the film. Oh, so, I, I
1: really want to watch it. Sorry.
0: To go back to the question, yes. um, I don't have a better answer than Max Power just because I loved The Simpsons. when I, was, I mean, so did I, so but I didn't remember that. Did you not no. Yeah, he designs that car and it's like a green one and it's got like a bubble top to it and like a see through bubble. Yeah. And when it gets like unveiled, everybody in the crowd is just like, what has he done? This is terrible. And the guy loses all his money because Homer destroyed his whole business by designing a terrible car. Who
1: knew?
0: Homer did. Um, Max Power did.
1: So you just want to be called Max Power? Because then people will love you. Is that what you're saying?
0: I'm hoping people love me anyway.
1: No. Incorrect.
0: Well then, in that case, I'm changing my name to Max Power so people (laughs) can love me a little bit
1: more.
0: I don't know what I'd be called. Genuinely, if I had to rename myself, I think uh, I quite like being called Phil. Phil Willy. Mm. I, there's an interesting story I used to call Willie when I was younger because my <laughs> name's Williams if you didn't already know um, yeah that was my nickname when I was younger Willie I
1: thought that was funny mm. sometimes mm. I call you Willie
0: yeah and I find it really weird it's funny
1: though
0: she'll just say like do you know what Jen's really good at that at like randomly throwing things in that I'm not expecting <laughs> she'll just like get up like and th- honestly this will be like maybe once a month so like she doesn't do it very often she'll just like stand up and go do you want brew Willie and I'm like what <laughs> sorry Do you want to brew Willy? Who are you talking to?
1: I've started combining it now, though, haven't I? And calling you Philly. Yeah.
0: I don't like that either. Because I used to work in a... But that's why
1: I do it. Because I know you don't like it.
0: I worked in a restaurant in Australia when I was travelling. And there was a chef that called me Sweet Chili Philly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to call you that now.
0: And I didn't like that either. Shouldn't really be saying things like this, should I, too? No,
1: it's like being on a celebrity and saying you're scared of rats.
0: Sweet Chili Willy. (laughs)
1: Um, Right, on that note, I'm so sorry because we have rabbited right on today.
0: Mm. Where does that phrase come from, rabbiting on? I don't
1: know.
0: Like, what, do rabbits talk a lot? I don't think they do, do they?
1: I don't know. We'll kind of want to Google out it now. For next, but place. it's already. We've already hit the forty-minute mark. Maybe you've got more steps in today.
0: Yeah, as a bit I'm absolutely knackered <laughs> out. You,
1: you imagine these podcasts just get longer and longer because we can, don't stop talking. People are like, I've hit ten thousand yeah. on a walk. Let's
0: see if we can get to two hours. Come on.
1: Um, but yeah, thank you to so, those people who've updated steps this, uh, this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nearly got your words on Nearly, nearly. Put your
0: teeth back in, yeah. <laughs> don't you do it to people? Their steps thank you to absolutely everybody who's updated I honestly appreciate it so much when I get that notification popped through I love
1: it yeah it's really nice and people Selfish have been saying happening. some really nice things as well so spread the word put it on your story tag us let's get some more people involved also write us a review because it helps yeah not write bad, something man. nice you've not got any yet
0: got loads of five star uh, we're being really needy
1: now we're seven episodes in and we're like give <laughs> us some reviews please, please. please. <laughs> I'll cry
0: but other than that it's really annoying she's not
1: going to cry have I like that you clarified like people actually thought that I was crying
0: well I just don't want people to get upset I,
1: I think we're very chatty catties today hmm. sorry
0: What chatty why is it all about animals chatty catties rabbit and on <laughs> just, just <laughs> animal references <laughs> is there anything else any other animals you want to throw in there zoo
1: in here what in here. Hmm. the zoo
0: it's not a very good one is it <laughs> it's like oh that dog my. shit zoo on that <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic week on
1: that note to all see you later bye before you go make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done
0: and if you haven't already please don't forget to like the podcast rate the podcast subscribe to the podcast and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes
1: us all really great